0: I know not everybody has been tracking with us the last this last week or even the last couple of weeks. Um, but I, I believe that God has something for you too. This might be your first day here this might be maybe your, your your second time coming to celebration, but I believe that there is something that is available for the people of celebration church and um, And and, and God, like Tavo Tavo said earlier, God is no respecter of persons. What God will do for one, he'll do for you. He just needs you to have faith to believe. And I I believe that there is still something to be obtained in this moment. And, you know, it's easy, I think, in church to come to church and um, to move on to the next thing. You know, I knew that I was going to be speaking today and and like I would do in my, my days of preparation, you start thinking, hey God, what, what's next? What, what else do we need to talk about? And nothing was registering with my spirit other than the things that have already been released in this place. Because I don't think everybody, I don't think everybody got it. I don't think everybody got it. And, and, and you're like, I haven't even been here. You, you, you didn't get it. You especially didn't get it. But I still believe that there is something to be obtained in this moment because I believe God is doing so much more than we know. Whether you've been here or not, there's a story in the Bible that we talked about on Wednesday where two men were in this dungeon, this cell, and and it was probably on the eve of, of their execution, and they find themselves worshiping and praising God. And the Bible says as they were in their cells worshiping God, the other prisoners, who were not worshiping, could hear them. The power of God hit that prison, shook it from its foundation. And Paul and Silas, the men that were worshiping God, the ones that were there on Wednesday praying, their doors flinged open. But it wasn't just their doors that flung open. Every door of that prison flung open. That's why I believe that there is something to be obtained, even if this is just like, man, you're just fresh here. The Bible says this in in Hebrews chapter 10, and I'm just gonna, just gonna paraphrase it, but it says this, cast not away your confidence. Cast not away your confidence. Your confidence, don't get rid of it, don't lose it, because with your confidence is attached reward. The life that you wanna see, the change that you wanna see, your confidence is attached to that. And, and today, I don't really wanna talk about Maybe your confidence as it pertains to you. I want to talk to you about your confidence as it pertains to God. Because for some of you, you're like really, really confident when it comes to God. And for others, not so much. And if you're going to receive anything from God, your confidence in him is going to have to go to another level. I believe there's two groups of people in this place that I just wanna speak to today. And the first group are the people that like, man, you are confident. Like maybe six weeks ago, I could have talked you out of your miracle, but after what you experienced this past week, no devil in hell would talk you out of it. You're fully convinced that God is able, and not just that he's able, you're fully convinced that this is gonna be the greatest year of your life. You're convinced. Two weeks ago, I could have talked to you. I, 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 could, have, I could have bargained with you to, to settle for less, but today, there ain't no settling for anything with you because you're fully convinced. And that's awesome. Keep the faith. Keep believing. But really, today's not a message for you. You're good. I believe the windows of heaven are gonna open up over your life and you're gonna see great. That's, you're gonna, you're gonna it's gonna be awesome. But I wanna talk to maybe that person today that falls in a different category. Man, you've been awakened. Something is is clicking and registering with you like never before. Your awareness of level of God is is growing. You're starting to ask questions that you did not ask in 2023 about God. There's something compelling to God now. You're wondering about God's capabilities for your life. What used to be comfortable for you is not really comfortable for you today. You believe there's more. You believe that maybe God has something up his sleeve for my life. Maybe I was meant for more. Maybe I wasn't meant just to exist, to live for the weekend, to live for the next vacation. Maybe, Maybe there's a purpose for my life. But for that person, you still find yourself battling some opposition, some confidence. On Friday, we talked about this man named Paul. God, Jesus speaks to Paul, and he shows up to Paul and and says, Paul, you're going to preach in Rome. That's why we were singing the song. You're going to go to Rome, Paul. Paul, this is the place you're going to go. People are depending on you. This message needs to get out. Paul, I need you to get to Rome. I'm sure that excited Paul. And on Friday, we learned that on the way, Paul finds himself in a little bit of a problem. His boat is wrecked. He's floating in the sea, and and I, I can't imagine what that's like. It freaked me out. I'm sure it'd freaked you out, too, out there floating, thinking about sharks and whales, and you panic just going to a lake. I mean, he's in an ocean, And, and there's close to 300 people on this ship and, or at least prisoners. And, 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 and what's so miraculous is that every single one of them survives the shipwreck. They make it to shore. I'm sure Paul is excited. He probably feels if there was any doubt in him, and I don't think there was, but if there was, he's probably thinking, wow, God is able. God sure can. God is going to do it. Maybe I meant for more, like some of us, only to find himself facing another problem. When Paul gets on the land, you know the story. He takes a bundle of sticks and puts it in, in the fire to keep themselves warm and the Bible says that a snake comes out of the fire and it bites Paul in the hand. Ouch. He doesn't just get bit by an ordinary snake, he gets bit by a venomous snake, a poisonous snake. I mean if you're Paul in this moment, you got to be thinking to yourself, "Wow. This is this is tough. This is this is difficult. I just got bit by by a poisonous snake and and as he gets bit by this snake, The people that were already occupying that land the natives of the land they noticed this snake hanging on the hand of Paul and somebody in that in the crowd makes this statement in Acts chapter in Acts chapter 4 verse 28 it says this the people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other a murderer no doubt A murderer no doubt you know I think it's interesting that out of all the crimes they could have picked they picked a murderer like that must have been the saying on this island like you've ever heard a saying like when I was in elementary school and we'd walk to to lunch we had dumb sayings like if there was like a, a crack on the ground it's like don't step on it. if you step on the crack you break your mama's back like dumb stuff now you probably have dumb sayings that you say. Apparently these people had a saying that says, if you get bit by a venomous snake, surely you are a murderer. So they're looking at Paul and they're calling Paul a murderer. What if I told you that Paul's greatest obstacle in this moment wasn't the snake bite? What if I told you Paul's greatest obstacle in this moment was Paul? I think there's people in this place today. The devil is not your greatest obstacle, you're your greatest obstacle. You may not know this about Paul, and most do, but Paul had a past, and it wasn't a purdy past. Paul, in fact, had hurt some people. And there was a man, one, one, one man that the Bible makes reference of His name was Stephen, say Stephen. And Stephen was on fire for Jesus. Stephen would preach Jesus. God would use Stephen to, to do miracles. Stephen was, Stephen was unashamed about Jesus. But in Acts chapter 7, verse 58, and you see this encounter that he has with Paul and the people. It says this, And they dragged him out of the city. They dragged Stephen out of the city. And they began to stone him. And the witnesses placed their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. This is Paul. God changed his name. And, and I believe that's what God is doing to some of you guys today chapter 8 verse 1 says and Saul was not only consenting to Stephen's death he was pleased and entirely approving Saul knows that God has so much more but can I tell you the devil also knows the potential of your life and when the devil knows that he cannot stop you. And for some of you, he's tried, but you're here. For for some of you, he has thrown his best shot at you, but you're still standing. But he doesn't like to quit or give up very easily. So when he knows he can't stop you, his last-ditch effort is to get you to stop yourself. In this moment, Paul is bitten by this viper. And I'm sure that stings. But I don't know if it stung as much as someone throwing his past in his face. I'm sure Paul in that moment, because he's human, probably thought, man, I know God said Rome. But they're right. Maybe I don't deserve all of what God has for me. Maybe I shouldn't expect like everything. Maybe, just, maybe I should just be happy that I made it this far. And one of my greatest concerns is that there would be somebody in this place believing too small. Because you have allowed your confidence to be dictated by your performance. But the Bible never told you to put confidence in you. The Bible tells you to put confidence in God. When this really hit me, man, was on Thursday. On Thursday, we were praying for people. Felt like we prayed for a thousand people. I don't know. I remember looking at the clock. We started praying at 730. I look back at the clock. It's 10 o'clock. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. It's crazy doghouse had already closed I I should not have yeah I can't believe I actually thought I was gonna make it to doghouse but it's okay but as people were walking through this prayer line I saw so many different people and uh, my heart went out for every person that walked through that line man we love you guys I know we may not talk a lot but we love you guys we are for you guys I personally pay attention to the person that thinks they can sneak into this auditorium and leave you want to know why because the very first time I came to celebration I know I have a story that I share that God rescued me and you know the very first time I came into the church I walked out in the middle of the service I walked in. My mom invited me. I was the kid with the baggy shirt and the pants all the way down to his socks sitting in the back. I saw the preacher. It was Pastor Randy. I thought, I don't like him. And I left. (laughs) I left. You wanna know why I pay attention to those people that come in and think they can hide and think this is for somebody else or think they got dragged to church by somebody else because God has a plan for you too. And when I walked out of that auditorium, I had no idea that I would ever be on that stage that I turned my back on. And my concern is that you would be settling because you don't have to. And as people were walking through this line, It was almost like you can see this this bucket that people were carrying. And and, and for some people, the bucket was so big, like ready to receive. It was huge. For other people, their, their bucket was a little bit smaller as they walked through that line. For some people, they went through that line just with a cup. And it hurt me because the ones that walk through with the cup have no idea that they could be carrying a bucket because God's love is bigger than their past. I think my desire today is for someone that feels like they're not enough, they're undeserving. Welcome to the club. Even the big bucket people are undeserving. Can I tell you, Paul was undeserving, but God's grace is greater. God's grace is bigger. And for that person, for that person that feels that nudge, Like that, like 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 that. Go for it. Nudge before your mind can talk you out of it. Surrender to it. Surrender to it. For some of you, God is pulling you out. He's pulling you in. Pulling you into something phenomenal. It's so big it doesn't even register with you because you see you see you. But don't be afraid of it. We're never we're never deserving of it. But surrender every care that you have and say yes, not to some of what God has, but to all of what God has. And like I said, there's a group of people in this place, you have a big bucket, get a bigger one. Get a bigger one, believe big. Watch God do his part. I don't believe the last three days that we had together were wasted. I believe they set some things in motion. And my prayer is that when you leave this place, you don't leave with a little cup. You leave expecting all that God has for you. Paul could have just called it quits there, Paul could have paid attention to what people were saying. But there would have been a group of people in Rome that would never have heard what they were supposed to hear from Paul. There's people that you have not met yet that are depending on you to say yes to whatever God is asking you to do. There are people in your future that you haven't shook hands with yet that are banking on you having the courage to say yes to what God has for you. There's kids out there waiting for you. There's grandkids waiting for you. And I know you feel like trash sometimes, but man, you are enough because God is enough. Again, I don't know who I'm talking to. It might just be one person, but if that can help you go from a little confidence to a lot of confidence, we have done our job today. I'm not up here to pre-preach a message. You know what my desire is? That every person would watch what played on Friday. My desire is that you would go back and listen to that. Oh, that just doesn't sound really pretty or polished. No, but your miracle is found in that. And there was a lot that was said and it's awesome how God works because one message can be delivered and a thousand people can hear it completely differently because God will speak directly to you. This week, that is our homework. I want us to listen to that message. We, we have it on YouTube. We have it on our app. I believe there are things that were said in that that you're going to hear even better the second time. You ever watch a movie and you're like, I don't remember that part. I do it all the time. I'm not going to tell you what movies they are. I don't need you to judge me, but I do it all the time. I'm thinking, when did Denzel say that to the gang member from Hillside Trece? I don't remember. It's training day. The TV version, the edited version. Tough, really? I'm not even sure where I was going with that. Oh, you got to watch it. Listen to it. Not the movie, the teaching from Pastor Samuel Rodriguez. Have some confidence today. Man, have some confidence today. And, and, and understand, there's always going to be people. It's, it's just, it just comes with life. It's funny, when, when, when Paul's hand was out, no one volunteered to just take the snake off his hand and say, hey, let's keep moving. There's always going to be people that want to point at what they see. And they're going to be there. And they're going to hate on you. And they're going to remind you how small your life should be for everything that you have done. And they're going to tell you how big you should believe based on your track record. But Paul did something amazing. He shook the snake off. And it wasn't long that the people that thought he was just small, all of a sudden thought he was a god people's perspectives are going to change when they see the goodness of God take place in your life concerning you. Shake it off. It is not who you are. Shake it off. I am not what I feel. I am not what I think. I am not what people say. I am who God says that I am. That's it. That's it. That's what I believe. And if you want to argue with me, go take it up with Jesus and argue with the blood that was shed on that cross because it was enough. Paul's greatest obstacle was not the snake. It was him. Don't get in the way of what God is wanting to do in your life. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to salvationchurchcc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus.